Welcome to CSN the Network Podcast. This is your host, Kayvon Cutler, with my amazing co-host, Dream Nazario Malik Hampton. How are y'all doing this evening? I'm good, man. You know, another week to pie. How's everybody doing today? Y'all know me, blessed and highly favored, blessed and highly favored. Good day to pie. Great day to be here. All of that, all of that. Fresh off a of love week, so still feeling the love. How you feeling, brother? Oh, man. Coming off a great weekend. You know, I'm blessed and highly favored, like you would say. Definitely doing better now that I'm talking to you, too. Uh, you know, I'm slowly but surely getting over the Super Bowl blues, for sure. So, uh, yeah, we good, man. I'm glad to be back at y'all for another week. You know what I mean? With some content. I'm ready, man. Let's hop into it. What you got for us, Drizzy? Fresh out the docket, we starting with some fun questions. Um, so we we talking uh, NCAA men's hoops. Uh, first fun question I got is who was the greatest one and done player in college basketball history, um, in your opinion? All right, Lincoln Drizzy, I got it. I got a top 10 list that I like with a plus one. So it's 11, but it's like a plus one. Just respectfully, just wanted to, you know, throw the OG in there because he he went crazy his freshman campaign. If you look at the numbers and the accolades. All right, so in no particular order, though, I got Mello, of course, as we discussed before we went live. You know, I just respect the title run. You know how he was able to lead his team, being a true freshman, being the best player on the championship team, um, leading a team that wasn't expected to be a championship contender. Um, I like how he was able to, you know, help be the glue to help, you know, all the pieces build together and them going that tunnel run where he dominated, man. You know what I'm saying? It really showed the world who he was. And, uh, yeah, so I'm definitely taking Melo for sure. Um so that's my number one, um, personally. And then after that, it's in the no particular order. But that's the best one and done college freshman, in my opinion, as far as men's hoops, is Melo. Carmelo Anthony, uh, for those that could be confused. Carmelo Anthony is who, I, who I'm referring to when I say Melo. When I'm saying Melo, I'm talking about him, the original. So uh, to continue the list, though, I got Mike Beasley. Y'all know he was a double-double machine Lake. He went crazy at KSU, man. I got a lot of respect for his game. I love Mike B's game, legit. Um, OJ Mayo, you know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out H-Town. Uh, Derrick Rose, oh my gosh, man. Rest in peace. Tyler Harris, I used to, we used to go to the library in middle school, uh, like we told Cook in the interview, and watch D-Rose highlights, Mayo highlights. You know what I'm saying? That's how we found out Cook, you know, shout out to Fan Fan, was on the same AAU team as Mayo. Um, Kevin Durant, um, John Wall, Kevin Love, um, Anthony Davis, um, Trey Young uh, was going crazy at Oklahoma. Trey Young was nasty. Uh, Julius Randle, another one I thought was tough, a tough running, one and done. He was going crazy at Kentucky. And uh, my bonus one was Stephon Marbury, Georgia Tech, 
OG. I got a lot of respect for Stefan Marbury's game. And uh, I told myself, man, you know, that I'm going to try to, you know, keep reminding people of how nice Stefan was, man. Cut the tape. You feel me? The OGs, a lot of them say he's the greatest point guard to come from New York. You dig the greatest guard. Check the resume, man. So um, that's my plus one, again, in its totality. That's my top ten. Um, of course, you know, it's no issue if the family repeats any names. Like I said, I'm taking number one, though. Best one-and-done college freshman to ever do it was Melo. Then after that, it's in no particular order, but that's my list, man. Yeah, no disrespect to anyone. I'm not trying to leave anyone out, but, you know what I'm saying, all the names I just mentioned, either they got buckets, they got a ring, you know what I mean? They was able to come in with hype. They lived up to the hype, and they did their thing, man. So, again, no disrespect to anybody. That's my list, though. But you got Lake City? Yeah, I ain't got a top 10, man. Uh, that was a good list. You know, um, I can't dispute none of the names you had on there, you know, just referencing, you know, all them. You know, we grew up watching all them, you know, so it was, it was crazy uh, that this topic even came up for real, for real. But, you know, you, I understand the mellow thing, and you, you made me even – you know, come around to the mellow even more, you know, giving them even more respect, you know, because they, they weren't, you know, predicted to win the chip. Uh, but you got it wrong, man. The, the the best one and done is definitely, without a doubt, Anthony Davis, bro. Like, you know, we, we talked about it like he got every award you could basically, you know, get. You know, he got SEC player of the year, SEC defensive player of the year, SEC rookie of the year, you know, defensive player of the year, national player of the year, you know. Uh, he won the ring, you know, most outstanding player to find him. Like, I, there's – his his resume, like, for one year is insane, bro, you know. Uh, so, I'm going to give it to Anthony Davis. Um, just being a freshman leading – uh, a team to a natty, you know, strictly off of just your defensive prowess, for real, for real. Because if I'm pretty sure, I, I, he might have averaged double digits. I think he averaged like 10 on, on the button, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, Anthony Davis wasn't the scoring dude that we know him to be. You know, he blossomed into that, which is crazy, you know, because defense led him there. But um, some other names, you know, I like to throw out there. Uh, um that I didn't hear you say uh, Kevin Durant, you know, I don't know if you said Kevin Durant or not, but Kevin Durant, you know, fire, fire one and done. Um, who else we got um, that I like specifically? Jaleel Okafor, you know, you know, we don't, you know, give too much love to Duke, but he did lead the same way Anthony Davis did, you know, he led his team as a freshman to the natty. Um, um, I'm trying to think of some like off the wall ones that I that I really took liking to, uh, but I can't really think of none. You know, um, Ed Davis was a good one. You know, he 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 played a uh, he played a good role in you know leading us to a chip. You know, the Tar Heels, and then got loose. Uh, made a long. 
long career in the league. Um, and then uh, a fifth one I could give you, man, uh, that I like. Um, it's hard to say because you want to say Devin Booker, bro, but Devin Booker didn't even start for UK. You know what I'm saying? Like, he came off the rocks, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. Cause I don't really want to slight nobody. Um, you don't like Kyrie? I thought yeah. You, I thought you would have been named Reezy. I was going name Reed, but I wanted an off the wall one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that that people might have forgot about. But yeah, I, I'll round it off with Kyrie because he's definitely you know one of the best I've ever seen for sure. You know. Um, I just wanted to. I I was drawing blanks trying to trying to get a a crazy one to pop up in my head, you know. Man, but yes, that that probably be my my five round out there. But my number one is Anthony Davis. I I think that's you know landslidish for real. Yeah, it's been a lot of a lot of great players. You know what I'm saying. You can never forget, though, just to help you out, you know what I'm saying? Because I can understand where one could be drawn blank because there's so many names, but, you know, you still got Zion Williamson. You feel me? You still got uh, DeMarcus Cousins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. DeMarcus Cousins is definitely on my list. That's um, I like DeMarcus. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like DeMarcus. I wouldn't have put Zion there, even, bro. Even um, in, in the NBA, DeMarcus panned out to be – Crazy them first couple of years at the Kings, he went stupid. And we can't forget yeah. about Greg Oden. You know what I'm saying? Greg Oden is a great one, bro. That's a let great his team one let his team to a natty, bro. He just bro, ran into Greg the Oden longer pony. Beast, I think I Greg think Oden another one is uh Eric Gordon. He was nasty in college. Gang. Eric Gordon was good. He yeah. was nasty, a legend, they said from where he from. They said he dropped 50 on Jordan's son when Jordan was in the building. On no ESPN. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of. Uh, just off of talent alone, we got uh, Brandon Ingram. Nobody mentioned Brandon Ingram. We talked about Michael Beasley, but you got Jamal Murray also. Sweet. Um, Sweet. Sweet, Drizzy. Jamal Murray played on a sorry team. That's that's really why he get overlooked. Them wasn't some of the good UK teams right there. Yeah. Michael Conley, he's still, you know. Was he a one and done? Mm-hmm. That's fire. Him and Greg Oden, they went to the shit. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's fire. I was surprised he left, bro, but he did the smart thing, though, if you think he about it. He did, for sure. Who else we got? Yeah, Drake. Uh, we talked about Derrick Rose. Uh, Tyreek Evans. Oh my Tyreke God, Evans. That's Yo. what. That's what I needed right there, bro. I needed Tyreek. That's what I needed right there, right there. Tyreek. Tyreek Evans. He could. He was on. The, he was on the sorry Memphis team too. Yeah. Yeah. Derek I Favors. think that might have been Calipari's last Memphis team. 
know about all of that. I think I think that was his last. I think that was the last year he coached at Memphis before he went to Kentucky. Where Derek Favors, Brandon Knight, they did straight. They was on their all rookie teams. Was Brandon Knight one or done? I thought he did two years. I wouldn't name Brandon Knight. I thought he did two years. Knight did one year. See, Brandon Knight get a, a, a he get a bad rep because he got dunked on. He got a lot, dunked on a couple times. Like, yeah, I feel like he had a highlight reel getting dunked on for real. He did for sure. He, he got <laughs> he got dunked on a bunch of times. Um, I like Brandon Knight though. I thought Brandon Knight had game for real, especially in college. Like he took them to the uh, he took them to the Final Four by himself. Damn near, like he 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 went crazy in the tournament. But Brandon Knight, even if you look up his league stats, when he was getting dunked on and stuff, he's still averaging like 18, you know what I'm saying, like 17. But it ain't, you know, the, the highlights is going to live forever for sure, you know. Thanks. But, nah, yeah, Brandon Knight, was he he was one. I liked him. Uh, the the uh, lefty that played – brought out the lefty that played at Kentucky. What was his name? James uh, – Damn, bro. I'm going to be so mad. He got drafted by Boston. Like, top 10. Are oh, you talking about he James? Was a, uh, what's his name? Like, nah, not. Nah, uh, dang. Hold on. I know you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about, though. The lefty, bro. Hold on. Another good one. Why Why we, uh, why he looking that up? I don't know if we talked about Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Uh... Julius Randle, Jabari Parker, he was nice. Jabari, Jabari Parker was nice. Jabari was sweet. Jabari had game. Jabari was sweet. And uh, Malik, real quick, homie's name was James Young. James Young. I thought he was going to be the one, bro. I, I did, too. He, hey, nice he, he stood out. Yeah, he stood out. I thought he was going to be the one, yeah. bro. That's crazy. He ain't panned out in the league. I thought he was going to be the one. He was a bucket for sure. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of talented folks that you know were. Uh, I forgot about Derek Favors, Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was tough. He was definitely tough. Did their thing in the league. Um, regardless of how it turned out or manifested, again, those are some some talented guys. Uh, but we're gonna move on to our next fun question. Um. Outside of that, so who were some of your favorite college basketball players, whether they had success in the league or not? So I named a lot of mine. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get my my small list off. Uh, obviously, the greats, my favorite player of all time, Dwayne Wade. He was, That's where I, I fell in love with him is at Marquette. Steph as well, just his, his Cinderella run, you know, Doing what he did in the tourney at Davidson. Um, Kimball Walker, he was a dog. Hey, you know, at UConn, still remember him crossing Buddy um, and hitting the game winner. Um, w. Dermott, we talked about John Wall. John was nice. Jameer Nelson was one of my favorites. Ty Lawson, um, Tyler Hansborough. And then this one is probably going to throw you off for a loop, but Thomas Robinson, I love his game. He just played so hard at Kansas. Um, he did his thing. Uh, I don't know if they won a championship or not, but I think they at least made it to the Final Four that uh, Kansas team uh, 
Thomas Robinson was on. That's that's my list. Yeah, now you got a fire list for sure. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some names out there that may surprise some people, but it shouldn't. Um, Kenya Martin. We was young, but he was nasty at Cincinnati. Oh my gosh, I remember him, and he was just like that in the league. If y'all remember, just as far as being super athletic. AC Law, I know y'all remember AC Law league at Texas A and M, bro. Bro was nasty at the point. My dog Chris Lofton from Tennessee, I thought he had a nasty J. He used to always stick his uh, leg out when he shot. Chris Lofton was nasty. Drew Neitzel, white boy lefty. From Michigan State, loved Drew Nysel's game. I thought he was nasty. You know, Sean May, of course. You feel me? You mentioned uh, Ty Lawson, but, you know, Leek, we got a lot of love for, you know, Wayne Ellington, you know, Marvin Williams, Danny Green. You know, I banged with uh, Chris Douglas, Roberts Hart. Joe O'Berry always had a ratchet just from his freshman campaign, just showed me he was fearless from that tourney run. Justin Jackson. Uh, you know, I love Perry Henry's game, uh, Dream Nazario's game, Johnny hey. Flynn, um, Deion Waiters, I thought was sweet at Syracuse League. Um, Kimball Walker and his tourney run. Remember, he made Brett fall at the garden, made Brett fall for the game winner for the buzzer for the uh, Big East tourney. That's legendary stuff, legendary. Um, Shabazz Napier, his. His title run his last year at UConn was special. Um, you know, Drizzy named Steph Curry, Jeff T when he was at Wake Forest, Chris Paul when he was at Wake. Um, gotta show respect to JJ Reddick. You know what I'm saying? I know that was that he was at the rival school, but bro definitely was crazy in college. And uh Mike Ganzi, man. I thought Mike Ganzi at WU, that was that was a player I loved in uh in college as well, though. That was somebody I gravitated towards. So yeah, those are some of the players I loved in college, you know, of course, names I didn't mention, like the D-Ways, Ty Lawson, Drizzy already named those, you know what I'm saying? So, um, of course, I don't mean no disrespect. Those are people I love, too. Steph Curry, of course, that tourney run, that's, that's we was, Dre and I was like in seventh, seventh grade when bro went on that initial tourney run at Davidson, man. Uh, so, you know, we've been tapped in with bro since back then. So, you know, those are some players that I, I loved and gravitated towards. Uh, throughout the years, especially when I was young, uh, for me, uh, but what you got though, League City? Man, y'all took all the players, man. Y'all named about thirty of them, but um, uh, my favorite player in college basketball of all time is Ty Lawson. Just to put that out there, as a Tar Heel fan, um, but uh, some other players that I liked, I like Scotty Reynolds, went to Villanova. Um, I like Corey Fisher went to Villanova. Uh, I was a fan of Dewan Blair. I liked uh, to beat when he was at USC. I was a big fan of Rick Pitino teams. I like how he ran his ship, you know what I'm saying? So I was a fan of Russ Smith and Peyton Siva, you know, uh, that two-guard system that they run. Um, who else, man? Uh I enjoy watching Andy Routens when he was at uh, Syracuse. Um, I enjoy watching Quinn Cook's senior year at Duke. Even though I'm not a Duke fan, I hate everything Duke. But you could just tell the work that he had put in by that time, you know, helped lead them to a ring. Um, 
Who else did I like? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's probably really it, honestly, man. Um, y'all name just about everybody else that I would name, honestly. So I think we got, I think we got a lot of them checked off. You know, I like McNamara too. You know, uh, from Syracuse, but yeah, man. Shout out hands, bro. Uh, Deion Thompson. Used to play the four for us. Um, I really liked his game. I thought he was going to leave, but he played overseas for for years. Uh, yeah, man, that's about it for me. Um, oh yeah, uh, shout out to Corey Brewer too. I like Corey Brewer when he was at Florida when they went back to back. I was a big fan of Corey Brewer's game. So want to give them a little. Hey, love. what's uh, what's my man's name? I'm forgetting his name. I used to, I, uh, he played in Florida with the hair. Joe Kim. Yeah, Joe Kim Noah. He Joe was Kim nice Noah. in college. He was on that team, yeah. He was nice in college. Should have definitely mentioned him. But we're going to bring it back to uh, current who Adam Morrison. Hold on, hold on. Adam Morrison, oh. too. You got to shout yeah, out Adam, Adam Morrison. Yeah, he, he was, was nice. nice. He, he was, was nice. Dog. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. He yeah. was on the cover of the game. Yeah, for sure. Jimmer for that, too. You know what I'm saying? I said Jimmer, didn't yeah, I? Please. Did you say Jimmer? Yeah, I shout out I Jimmer. Jimmer. I thought I said Jimmer. Man. Hmm. I, might I thought Jimmer I said I had a name. I don't know if I said it, though. He was definitely one of them ones. For sure. I want to also shout out uh, I appreciate the shout out, brother. Uh, shout out to Perrier. Shout out to Chase Fisher. Uh, but he definitely had the ratchet. Shout out to uh, Jason Cuffy, RIP, um, to him. Uh, he was definitely a dog, also, just, just from our class alone. Um, shout out Brittany Gordon as well. Um, shout out Alexis Hornbuck over Renee Montgomery. All the folks from the crib who held it down, with the school held it down. We appreciate we appreciate y'all. We know it's not easy to do, but uh, again, everybody good. I'm gonna take it to the next question. Cool. We gonna we gonna take it uh bring it back to current hoops. Um, this past weekend, UConn dominated Marquette. In a top five matchup where they won eighty one to fifty three, making UConn the most unanimous the the first unanimous team, excuse me, to be voted number one in the poll this year. Um, we know they've been on a roll as of late, but does this win solidify them as being the title favorites? UConn won it last year, didn't they? They did. Man. You think they're gonna go back to back? Man, I'm not gonna lie to you right now. They do look like the title favorites, y'all. They peaking at the right time. They getting hot at the right time. And y'all got to think they lost, you know, multiple players to the draft last year and they right back at the top, um, you know. And I'm just going off the eye test right now. Again, you know, that was the number one team and um, the power rankings that we released last week on the show. So, you know, we don't have to, you know, continue to toot the same more and pause. But um, it's definitely, uh, definitely like a, a crazy thing, um, for sure. So, man, yeah, they they definitely the title favorites. 
right now, I would say. They only got two losses on the year, bro. I, I don't see why they wouldn't be the title favorites, you know. That don't mean they're gonna win and we know what we know what March is, but they do look good, you know. The record speak for itself. They clipped us. Man. So yeah, that's that's what I think though. I think it uh definitely solidifies them. So Where? Wait and see how things play out, but they definitely look they look real good right now. No long talk on that one, Dre. <laughs> At all. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. We're gonna move on to uh women's college basketball. Um this past weekend, uh don't forgive me if I mess up her last name, but I think it's Talia. Talia Vaughn. Old Hoffman, a hard last name to say. Um, she hit a three-pointer at the buzzer uh, to lift number 11 Oregon State past number nine UCLA. Um, they won 79 to 77. Um, it was one of our uh, watch-out games, uh, key games that we were looking forward to this weekend. Um, and, yeah, I just say that that's a pretty tough conference over there. Um, and they they're battling it out. Um, so it's 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 really anybody's conference. You got UCLA, you got USC, you got Oregon State. Um, I'm sure it's a couple of other teams that are floating around in that top 25 just from their conference alone. So um, tough tough fought game. Um, obviously, it's a good game, close game. So I'll be interested to see how their you know uh, conference tournament pans out. But they're gonna be they're gonna be fighting. Um, I'll also be interested to see how the the uh, committee is is gonna give out bids. Um, just like we were talking before, just in how I guess the rules go. Uh, it'll kind of be unfair that somebody's probably gonna get left out. Uh, just from the the conference tournament. But um, with that that conference being such a powerhouse from the women's side, um. You know, I guess in layman's terms, it would make sense for everybody to make it, but everybody can't make the tournament. So I would be definitely super interested to see how their their conference tournament turned out because it's going to be – they're going to be fighting. They're going to be fighting, scratching, and clawing. <laughs> that from, from this point on, because like I said, they got a bunch of, bunch of talented teams in the top 25 in their conference alone. Um. Also wanted to shout out. Anybody got anything to say about that? Cool. Moving on. Also wanted to shout out to Caitlin Clark. She made history and broke the NCAA uh, women's basketball scoring record, and now has uh thirty five hundred plus career points, uh with forty nine of them coming against Michigan last week. Forty nine is also her career high, and a school record uh for points in a game. Um, and the question that I have for that is how does that accomplishment factor into how you think her rank um, for all of the, or excuse me, her for all of college basketball history. Um, I think that puts her up there um, in the conversation for sure. Uh, I think we, you know, we kind of touched on it a couple episodes ago um, as far as my greatest of all time pick. 
wouldn't necessarily put her at the greatest of all time. She is a dynamic scorer. Um, so again, I kind of look at her um, from like a step perspective, like maybe the greatest shooter of all time or the greatest scorer of all time. Um, but uh, uh, what she's done to the for the game, you can't take that away from her. Um, how she's engaged fans and started conversations and even remained professional um, as a as a top collegiate athlete um, is something that to be commended. Um, so not, not taking anything away from her. She's a great player. She's a dynamic player. And scoring 3,500 points is hard to do. Um, so, again, shout out to her and um, her accomplishment. And uh, just looking forward to, to how her game uh, can manifest in, a, in the WNBA and, be, and beyond. Um, so that's my spiel. I don't know if anybody has anything to add. Yeah, man. I yeah. mean, yeah. I was going to yeah, I was just going to say real quick, Leek, I think this definitely stamps her as the greatest scorer of all time in women's basketball and one of the greatest scorers in college basketball, period, both men and women. Y'all got to think, when's the last time we've been able to see somebody hit threes and score at this clip consistently? You know what I'm saying? So we just went through the one and dones. You know, the people that have been able to do that over the years were those one and day one and done players. So the fact that she's been able to do it for a couple years now um, just really is a true testament to how good of a player she is because you know she's coming and you still can't stop it. Um, her range is crazy. Um, her game is she's just a relentless competitor because she, she keeps coming at you. You could tell her mentality is just, you know, very uh, – Mamba-ish, you know, in reference to just how relentless she is. You know, I, I respect it. Um, I love her game. I love what she's doing for, you know, women's basketball, just how uh, she's highlighting how exciting it is, just not only from a skill standpoint, but also from a scoring standpoint as well, because there's a lot of women that can score on that perimeter. Um, so I, I think this, this, like I said, stamps her as the greatest scorer in women's basketball history, but also one of the best scorers in college basketball history, period. Uh, you know, a shout out to Kelsey Plum because that's whose record she broke. But, but yeah, uh, that's all I wanted to say, Lee. No, nah, I was going to say the same thing for real, for real, that, you know, she's stamped as the best scorer for the women's. And I, I wouldn't know where to rank her, you know, male and female, but she's definitely, you know, in that list or discussion of just, you know, great hoopers on either side for sure. I was, I was just going to say the same exact thing, bro. We appreciate that. We also want to show love to Gino uh, Ariyama, who is the head coach of the UConn Huskies and is now ranked uh, the second all-time in wins in Division One history for uh, women and men's basketball. Um, question from that is, who is the best uh, player you've seen at UConn? Um, again, I mentioned this before, uh, one of my favorites is definitely going to be Maya Moore. Also, my all-time favorite uh, basketball player is Diana Taurasi. So those are going to be my top two. Uh, I know they had some dogs come through there. You got Brianna Stewart. You got Paige Beckers now. Um, also, Renee, shout out to Renee, uh, hometown legend. Um, it's so many. I know I'm forgetting a, a whole bunch of folks, but Gino had a run, which is why he's, you know, one of the the 
leading coaches and wins uh, of all time on, on both sides. So uh, those are just to name a few. Um, those are some of my favorites. I was going to say Breonna Stewart or Maya Moore. As far as UConn goes, for sure. Well, Breonna Stewart, what's, how many rings she win? Three? I think so. I think so. Yeah, she won three. I think she fell yeah. short her last year, maybe, or one of them years. She was going crazy. Yeah. yeah. She was definitely going crazy. Um, You can't go wrong either way. You know, shout out to Sue Bird. Of course, we don't ever want to come off like we disrespecting the OG. You know what I mean? That's who started the trend for uh, Coach Coach Ariyama. Um, however, I'm going Diana Tarazi and Maya Moore. So, you know, the OG and the young OG. That's that's who I'm going with. For sure. Like I said, Geno's team definitely had some runs, so they had they had some dogs. Um, I'm trying to think who. Who was the go-to on Renee's team? Uh, I can't remember. Did she play with Maya? Can't remember. But that team was nasty, also. Uh, moving on. Uh, we're gonna uh, move to the NBA. Uh, the NBA had a break this week. Uh, would it be All Star Weekend? Um, what are some of your favorite highlights, if any, or moments uh, from this, this past weekend? Man, this weekend was wavy, yo. Uh, you know, I want to really – I don't want to slight anybody because Friday was cool. Uh, the Rising Stars Challenge, um, it really just shows, you know, that we have a lot of talent throughout our NBA. Um, you know, yeah – LeBron, Steph, KD, yeah, they're getting older, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of youngins, you know what I mean, that's in between that age, you know what I mean, like late 20s, that's still nice, that's still sweet, they're still doing their thing. Um, and then you got players that's young up and up and coming, you know, like your, uh, you know, Anthony Edwards, you know, Wimby, uh, Wimby um, you know, uh, like your Shays, you know, um, you know, it's a lot of good, young, up-and-coming talent in our NBA. Um, the three-point contest was the best thing to me as far as all the competitions that took place on Saturday. Um, you know, shout-out to Carly, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, for making it a competition, for sure. Um, that's a big compete with the guards like that, you know, with Trey Young, Dame Lillard, and the boys, man. They all hit 26, um, so it was tough. It was tough to see, you know them battle it out like it was it was, it was cool um you know Tyrese that was a cool thing you know I'm not like I said I'm not going to join that gravy chain thinking that you should have the three-point contest last but it's definitely the most exciting event I think of all the Saturday night events um that's you know it's not as how can I say it's not going to get the crowd to erupt like a great wavy dunk would but it's still you know super competitive super fun um you know it's you you don't know who's gonna win for sure and those final rounds definitely get intense because you know it comes down to you know uh those final racks normally and you got to be clutch and you know hit all your buckets so uh definitely like what i saw from the 
you know, the other activity standpoint as far as All-Star Weekend, you know, the game wasn't super, super competitive, but it never is. So, you know, you can't think too deep into that because um, it's been like that for years now. I mean, it's just, you know, really just an open run type pickup game. Like they just getting buckets, not playing any defense till like the final few minutes in the fourth quarter. Um, however, like I said, I did love the events that took place this weekend. You know, the celebrity game was funny. And so, yeah, man, shout out to the NBA uh, for how they hosted everything. You know, Indianapolis, it looked like it was turnout there. But, yeah, I like the, the three-point contest the most for me, personally. What you think, though, fam? I think you just got up here and told a bunch of lies. Bruh, there was nothing good about All-Star Weekend. Three-point contest was competitive. I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Steph and Sabrina going at it. We all wanted to see that. So that was the highlight of the weekend for sure. But um, nothing else was really that entertaining. I mean, I, I enjoy watching Micah shoot 40 times in a celebrity game. I thought that was kind of outrageous, you know, uh, I don't know. I just thought it was it was some comedy there, you know. Shooting forty times is crazy. It was thirty seven, but you might as well say forty, you know. Um, but bruh, it was cold. It was snowing out there, bruh. I want to shout out my homeboy HP. You know, he worked for the NBA, so he was out there all week. And you know, what I'm saying like he he got some good shots and pictures and shit. But all he kept saying was just it was mad cold, bruh. You know, what I'm saying like. You know, I, I don't know what the turn-up scene was like. I don't know if it would have been safe to be, you know, on the roads out there. You know, it, I don't think they'll have it back in Indiana for a long time. That's all I'm saying. But, you know, uh, you know, we can try to, you know, give give the league some grace, you know what I'm saying, for putting on a weekend that we, you know, known to love and grew up loving, you know what I'm saying, but it ain't the same no more, bruh. You know, um, and Indian, Indianapolis was just a, a terrible place to have it, in my opinion. You know, bottom five city in the league. Sorry to all my Indianapolis people. Sorry, Tone, you know. Spink's going to hear this, you know, and feel some type of way. But it is what it is. Indiana, it, it's just not a, not a place you want to be, man. Especially not this time of year. It was snowing. It was ice on the road. Yeah, like you said, there ain't no turn up going on. You know, like ain't nothing going on, man. It's cold. Yeah. I'll be honest with y'all. I didn't really uh get into the, the all-star weekend at all. Um You ain't miss nothing. Besides Steph and Sabrina, what we all want to say, I promise you, you ain't miss nothing. You know yeah, saying? I didn't see a lot of commentary around it either, outside of uh Steph and Sabrina. Kenny Smith. You hear the Kenny Smith uh, stuff, man. He was basically saying like she should have shot from the women's line or something like that. You know, but she got twenty six too, right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, she can shoot. Like, she mm -hmm. had her ball. Like, she had the women's ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, she can right. shoot from wherever. Right. That, you know, I don't know, but Kenny Kenny Smith just sounded crazy on the broadcast. You know. It turned yeah. into a full-fledged argument because Kenny sounded retarded on the – I'm sorry, not retarded, but Kenny sounded bad on the, you know, the, the live stream. Um, music, we got we to stop using that hard. Yeah, man. <laughs> I apologize. 
for sure not but you a trail one for bringing that up because he definitely did sound crazy you know what i mean and uh shout out to her like i said she scored the same amount of points that the guys did to get to the final round right like like so what we talking that's what i'm saying so what is, what is the conversation i mean yes she did win that's the best shooter we've ever seen. Like, yeah, she, I ain't gonna she lie. Lost. She put pressure on Steph. We can't. She say did. I she came out there and dropped twenty six. I said he come out here and mess around if he want to. And <laughs> I know y'all seen him miss those two. Uh, Spurry. Uh, excuse me, Sturry. Starry. Excuse me. I don't mean to mispronounce. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, ball. That's the Sierra miss. That's joint yeah. crazy. My girl was telling me about that. It, it messed me up. I'm like, what you mean? Yeah. 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 They rebranded. Shout out to PepsiCo. Word. So that's uh, those two. He missed two of those shots. So that's three points each. So once he missed those, I'm like, oh man, he better get on it. These last two racks, he better get on it, man. So that was uh definitely interesting for sure. Uh, but John, I shout out to Mag McClung too, man. You know what I mean? I know we ain't really talking the dunk contest, but I, man, I've been paying attention to Max since he was in high school. I peeped when he went to Georgetown. He always been dumb athletic, if y'all remember. He the same class as, like, uh, Jelly Fam and them. So he the same class as Javon Quinley and all them, if y'all remember them from back then. And Javon Quinley is still in college, ain't he? He's still playing, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, talk about hey that, man. COVID year, okay? He got over. one year, okay? Let's not do that, guys. All right? It's y'all over. know the NIL many. Get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. Hey, it's all love. But yo, but yeah, shout out Mac McClung for being back to back slam dunk champion in the NBA, man. I hope he get a shot uh to make an NBA roster. Yeah, speaking of the dunk contest, uh, do we think it's completely lost its value um due to the difficulty of creating new dunks? I'm gonna be honest, I wanna speak on this first. I think the dunk contest stopped being competitive when this the top guy, or not even competitive. I think it stopped being a show when the top guys stopped competing in the dunk contest. So these guys that people always pay to go see play, they're sitting out of the dunk contest for whatever reason. Um, I think the last year that it was actually really good was when Zach Levine and um, Aaron Gordon went at it. Was it Aaron Gordon? Yeah, they went at it. Um, and then, you know, the famous D-Wade non-score with Aaron Gordon. And I feel like people – I feel like the NBA players were kind of boycotting the dunk contest ever since that moment. Um, but that's just my take on it. Yes. And um, no offense. No offense to Matt McClung and the guys who do actually compete in it. Because they're, you know, they're still athletic and great dunkers. I just feel like a lot of people are like, who are these people? Yeah, I think it's just about the, the guys not caring no more. I don't even know if they really, like, practice crazy dunks anymore. Like, you know, just behind the scenes and stuff, real, bro. You know, we, we have to get uh, a, a front row seat into the practices and what they do, you know, when we don't see them. But it's a combination of that and um, cause I don't think the creativity is uh, gone away. Cause it's, it's dudes on YouTube doing crazy dunks right now. You can pull up a bunch of compilations of dudes like doing stuff you've never seen before, you know, 
But I don't know if the top dudes, for sure, like you said, appeal-wise, is even practicing that. They damn sure don't care about it, you know, which is why they don't even enter it. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I think it's a combination of things. But it definitely ain't the same no more. Uh, and I, I know they can't just pull in randoms off the street, you know, um, but they need to do something. Either get rid of it or, you know, make it a million dollars or something. Put some type of incentive behind it, man. Yeah. Make some people care about it. And that's what they're going to have to do with the All-Star Game and the Slam Dunk Contest, for real, for real. Um, you know, you're going to have to incentivize them to compete, you know, maybe the winning team or maybe the winning player, like bro just mentioned, gets a check cut for this much. You know what I'm saying? We know y'all get the dollars. I know y'all generating a lot of revenue, you know what I mean, just from people, you know, having to buy, um, you know, the NBA ticket, you feel me, just to be able to watch all the games, plus ticket sales, plus merch, all that. So y'all got y'all got a, a, a extra couple, uh, you know, 100,000 y'all can throw out there to – these premier athletes to compete in these events. If y'all want to continue to generate even more revenue and more, um, you know, online traffic and views, because it's, it's getting mundane at this point. And, you know, to answer Dree's question directly, there's Malik Dree. We all grew up in an era where we was able to watch N1 basketball. I bring that up because there was dunks that I seen and and one basketball back when we was kids that I still have not seen been done in the slam dunk com competition. Once those are done, it's really like it's hard to be creative with dunks. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm talking about like uh, like 720 spins, you know what I'm saying? Like all types of like crazy stuff that I was able to see in one that's just not normally done in the dunk contest that I think would, you know, a help generate hype help generate crowd noise and viewership, but, you know, it's it's tough to to be creative, you know. So I do understand the top athletes because there hasn't been a dunk that we haven't seen, um, you know, so it's, it's it definitely gets tough. But you're going to have to do something uh, to incentivize these athletes to compete or the brand is just going to continue to get watered down and people aren't going to wa want to watch it. I mean, it's, it's a complaint every year and there's no way the ratings are high for it. You feel me? So that's my take on it. I'm a, I'm a, in the words of my brother Malik, scoring 211 points is egregious in the basketball game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Terrible, man. <laughs> like, there was like absolutely no defense being played. We might as well just, I don't know. I haven't, uh, I haven't put much thought into it, but, um, I seen somebody propose a question of uh, finals home court advantage for the winning team. And I don't know how I feel about it, but it was an idea that I seen out there. I don't know if y'all had a, a, a take on that. Yeah, I think uh, it's definitely on high on the NBA's priority list or Adam Silver's priority list, because you could tell he wasn't. I did see that clip where he wasn't happy uh, to to give out the the All-Star Game trophy. He was just like, y'all scored the most points. So here you go. Uh, so just in how innovative he's been over the last couple of years and his 
reign as commissioner, I'm sure he's uh, it's at the top of his priority list to figure it out. Well, that's what the MLB does. Winner of the All-Star game and baseball gets home field advantage in the World Series. Yeah. I always thought that was cool and crazy in the same breath, but like really it makes those makes those all-star games like, nah, man, this means something. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm with Drizzy though, gang. I, he has been doing a great job. So, you know, we we don't necessarily have a reason to doubt Adam Silver. Um, you know, I, I do have faith that he'll figure something out. And like I said, he's gonna have to. They they have to. So, I mean, that has to be a priority because it's just not good for the brand. The All-Star game used to mean something when we was growing up, y'all. You know, being Kobe fans, being, you know, Jordan fans for the OGs, you know what I'm saying? Even being LeBron fans, those young, you know, games um, back in the mid-2000s, you know, early, um, you know, 10s, you know, 11, 12s, you know what I'm saying? Those years uh, back in the 2000s, man, it was a uh, good brand of basketball being played in the All-Star game, especially in that fourth quarter. So it'd be nice to get back to that. So. That's all I got for y'all, brother. Man, anybody got any unreadiness, any anything uh, they need to address or state? Nah. I'm going to save my Bo Nix takes for, you know, closer to draft time. Hey, there it is, man. This is our first episode, y'all, where we, uh, you know, gave y'all straight hoop talk. You did. Uh, hopefully y'all enjoyed the conversation, man. Wanted to switch up. You know, really wanted to create some good content, man. Able to drop some names that people may have forgot, bring up memories that, you know, I know people are going to be able to cherish uh, with us, you know, just bringing up some of the names, especially Drizzy and Malik brought up. It was, uh, it was cool to, to think back to, you know, that how some of those guys were able to put on shows, you know, back on Saturdays and during the week, you know, growing up and being able to play basketball and catch those when you came home from practice or catch those on Saturdays when you came home from your game or a game or a practice. It was definitely a definitely cool conversation to be a part of. But Drizzy, you got anything you want to address or, or, or state game? No, I think I'm good. Um, like I said, shout out to the home team. All those, uh, everybody who was able to go to the next level and play college basketball and uh, put on for West Virginia. Um, other than that, I'm good, brother. Yeah, man, y'all know the vibes. Uh, please continue to like, subscribe, share, and view the content. We appreciate the support, all the suggestions, the constructive criticism, everything, man. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we out, man. I'm with Leak the God, Drizzy. Peace and blessings, man. We out. Peace. Peace.